Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is Season 6, Our Divinity. Episode 5, Lessons of Love. Welcome back. This series will talk about the major lessons that A Course in Miracles offers us. Our divinity is our guide, and our understanding of that divinity is the Savior we are searching for in this world. The fifth topic in this series is Lessons of Love. The lessons of love start with an understanding of this world instincts. Our egos have taught us to take offense when someone says something that we find offensive. When I say we find offensive, I mean that we have interpreted or perceived that someone else has done or said something to be of offense against us. When our basic, then our basic this world instinct is to attack back. So we make a comment in our own defense and seek to find a way to get back at that person for offending us. The Course says, and I quote, anger cannot occur unless you believe that you have been attacked, that your attack back is justified in return, and that you are in no way responsible for it, end quote. We justify and validate our role in the exchange because they started it, or I was just defending myself. Well, no, they didn't just start it. And they were expressing their viewpoint and their hurt that this journey has shown them. And yes, your ego was thinking and believing that it was defending your position. The problem is not only the emotion and fear tied into the whole exchange, but that it is all based on ego perceptions of what you should do when this occurs. There is an alternative. There is a way to make any and every attack work to your benefit. And in return, it'll benefit the other person as well. The first thing we need to do when someone attacks us is not to take offense. Then to tell ourselves that their reaction and emotions are based on their personal perception of you and the world around them. If what they are expressing is mean or rude, hurtful, bullying, negative, or even vicious, it is all a reflection of where they are on their journey and how they perceive the world around them. It's not about you. You, you can take offense and respond in offense because your ego thinks it's about you. Imagine for a moment telling yourself, it's not about me, and completely changing the way you act or react to the situation. Imagine taking a few moments and saying nothing as a response while asking yourself in your head, what's happening right now that I can change and improve upon this situation? Ask yourself how you can respond with love and support, not giving back what they are putting out. Approach the situation from a positive perspective where you want a resolution to the problem, not to perpetuate and continue the problem, which is all attacking back does. The book states that people who think they are always under attack are those who have completely separated their ego from spirit. The book goes on to say that assault is a body identification. If you believe you are only a body, then of course you would take offense in defense of what you think you are. Jesus states in A Course in Miracles that 
he was persecuted and judged before the whole world, but his interpretation and evaluation of what was happening was not someone who judged his captors. He goes on to say, and I quote, because I did not share it, I did not strengthen it, end quote. He is saying he did not want to add to the negativity and wrong-mindedness by lashing out in response. Jesus was teaching us that if you act as if you are being persecuted, you are teaching persecution, but rather teach your own perfect immunity to it and find the truth in you. Remember that what you believe you will teach. Jesus was never angry during his persecution or when he was crucified. He knew he would and could never be abandoned. Jesus decided long before his body's passing that he would only listen to one voice, God's voice. Jesus asked our Father to forgive those who persecuted him because he knew they did not know what they were doing. He knew they were acting out of fear and that it was fear alone that guided them. He goes on to say, and I quote, No one is punished for their sins, and the sons of God are not sinners. Any concept of punishment involves the projection of blame and reinforces the idea that blame is justified, end quote. The crucifixion was, was the result of two opposing thought systems, a conflict between the ego and the Son of God. In the book, it states that the message of the crucifixion was, and I quote, teach only love for that is what you are, end quote. We look into a mirror and see a body with a face looking back, but that is not what we are. It is who we are in this world. It is a form that we chose to pursue our life's journey with, our life's purpose. We have taught ourselves to believe that we are what we see in that mirror, a form. When Jesus left this world, he left behind a teacher, a guide, a healer, and a comforter. He found the Holy Spirit on his life's journey, and he's told us time and time again that we were given exactly what he was given. Our Father gives equally to all. It is with the divine guidance of the Holy Spirit that we can find that place where we have no need to take offense or be defensive. The lessons of the Holy Spirit are as follows. To have, give all to all. To have peace, teach peace to learn it, and be vi- and be vigilant only for the sorry, and be vigilant only for God and His kingdom. The first lesson is to have, give all to all. It is simply that giving to get is not giving. It is our egos wanting and feeling that something is lacking. If you give to everyone with no exceptions, meaning that your giving isn't specific to any one person or group, if you can give for the sole purpose of wanting to give, then having is the end result. (laughs) The ego's logic will say, that makes no sense. The reason the ego can't see the logic or higher meaning in this lesson is because the ego only gives to get in return. The ego keeps score and weighs all his givings on what he will get in return. When you can give without any expectations and out of the goodness of your heart, then you have as much as you need. 
you will not feel a lack or desire anything more than what you have. To have means to accept what is and to have stopped and to have is to stop looking for what can be. The second lesson the Holy Spirit has to teach us is to have peace, teach peace to learn it. This lesson is about extending the olive branch first and showing others how that is done. The result is if you extend peace to others, then you teach others how to do the same. You then learn that this behavior or action has positive consequences, and as a result, you will continue to seek this type of resolution for all things. The book states, and I quote, the way out of conflict between two opposing thought systems is clearly to choose one and relinquish the other, end quote. This lesson asks that you listen to the voice in your head, the voice of reason, the voice of the Holy Spirit, and do what it says. It'll always guide you down the path of peace. It will choose to resolve conflict, not increase it. When you listen to the thoughts of your higher mind, peace is extended and then experienced. The third and final lesson is be vigilant only for God and his kingdom. This might first sound like you may have to give something up in order to achieve it. It is, exa- it is the exact opposite. In this lesson, you remember God, and in doing so, you find his kingdom. I have said that the kingdom of God lies within us all, that finding him is achieved through finding ourselves and accepting what we are. This is done from within. This is a journey of self-discovery and learning that everything we need lies within. The book says, and I quote, truth is without illusions and therefore within the kingdom. Everything outside the kingdom is illusion, end quote. The kingdom of God lies within our minds and everything outside of our minds is of our making and not what God is or where he is. To be vigilant means to give all that you have and all that you are to remembering what you truly are and why you are here. God knows your purpose. You came here to find it and the Holy Spirit's guidance and teaching, uh, sorry, you came here to find it and with the Holy Spirit's guidance and teaching it, that is the only vigilance you need. Discovering the place where our Father lives and guides us from. That place where our father, where that in that place is where our father's love resides as well. And that is the altar to our, where our father, to our father and where our father exists. It is in our journey inward that we will find our way to, na- to navigate the outside world. Our divinity is within and our guide lives there too. The world around us is the playing field the teaching and learning ground for our journeys. Within us lies everything we need to find our way home. Home is in the understanding that we are all in this together. And no matter what another person does or says, it does not change that they are part of us and us of them. It does not change that we are all one and part of the whole. Our shift from anger and offense to love and acceptance isn't as big a step as one might think. It is quite simply a shift in perception and a willingness to accept others' journeys as their own and part of the whole. 
When someone lashes out or makes a negative comment, it is an opportunity to extend love and to teach forgiveness and acceptance. It is our opportunity to end the conflict before it begins. How do you do that? Give love and understanding. Asking for a resolution and a common ground. Find out how you can help the situation and shift it from one of negativity to one of love. In the words of Mahat Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in this world. Thanks for listening. In two weeks time, I will be sharing the next topic called God's Kingdom. This series called Our Divinity will review all the primary lessons of the book, A Course in Miracles, and provide some further details and explanations into what these lessons mean and how we can achieve them. If you are interested in contacting me, I can be reached at by email at trifectanow3 at gmail.com. And you can find that on the podcast too. There's always a little bit of a summary on what this each podcast is about, and I list the email there as well. Keep sharing the love. Remember, this is our journey together. Let's live in this moment. It's the only one that truly matters. Always, always love. Denise.